Well, hello, and welcome to What Will Crappings, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Ye Old Bravs. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Ronnie, Ronnie Karam, and joining me today, guess what? It's not Ben, okay? It is not Ben Mandelker. I know, everybody. I know. Don't worry. We're not divorced. We're not fighting. Nothing like that. Um... He actually is sick. He got the co. He got the vid. I'm not sure if we're calling it the co or the vid, but he got it. Okay. And I don't want to shame anybody for getting that. I mean, that's terrible, you know, and I know a lot of us have had it by now. You know, it's just been going all over the place, everybody. Um, so, you know, it's important to support people and not shame them. So, you know, gross is all I'm saying. Um, you know, and feel better. And I miss you. I love you. <sighs> You're gross. Don't sit by me. Um, Everybody, welcome. Today, the show must go on, right? Bravo does not stop just because, you know, we're infested, just because the country is infested with things, all right? America has been infested with things for years, and we just keep on going. So that's what I'm doing today. Um, But I did want to call in a good friend, um, someone, well, a good friend. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've known her a really long time. And um, she loves the housewives. She's been asking me to come on here. She has a radio show in her town, uh, Laredo, Texas. And I've known her since I was just a little boy. And I figured, hey, why not? You know, she's she's here. <laughs> you know, that's that's how much I can build her up. I'm speaking to this person because she's here. Okay, it's not a compliment. Hugs. That's what an audio hug feels like. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm really, really happy to have her here. Please welcome the host of her own radio show called Talking to Nancy on six thirty six a.m. in Laredo, Texas. That's radio, not the morning. Okay, six people still have that. Okay, AM radio in Laredo, Texas. Nancy DeBobo. Nancy, welcome to Watch What Crappens. Hi! Hi! Oh my gosh! Hi! Thank you! Hi, everybody! Thank you so much, Rondole! Thank you so much for having me! It's Ronnie. You can just call me Ronnie. Oh, your name is Rondole. Stop trying to go by a nickname. That's just silly, okay? Your name is Rondole. And when your mother named you that, we just thought it was hilarious because, you know, her name is Rondole. <laughs> and you just had an L on. I mean, you're just like her. Came out, came out of the womb smoking a little cigarette, you know, looking for the boxed wine. I said, you know, just add an L and call it a day, Rhonda. Okay. Well, you know, my name is Ronnie, so. Okay. <laughs> I knew you when you were just a fat little thumb, you know, popping out. That's, you know, now you're just a big thumb. You're a giant thumb. But I knew you when you were just a little baby thumb. Because I'm a friend of your mama's. Well, I mean, that's, you know, overstating. Well, I was. I knew your mama in high school. Uh-huh. And how'd that go for you? Hated me. <laughs> she hated me. Yeah, she, she probably still does. <laughs> Let's face it. But, man, it was so nice to reconnect when she came to visit Laredo, and I saw her in the grocery store after she'd had you. Was it a liquor store? It was. It was. But, we, you know what? We sold oranges there as well. So it was, it was like a liquor grocery store. Okay, don't demean my family business, okay? <laughs> uh, it was a liquor grocery store. And, uh... She came in with you in the little stroller, and I said, oh, my God, what a cute little thumb baby. And she said, this is Rondell. And you know what? Can I just leave him here? I said, no, you can't leave him here. I want to have my own babies one day. And she said, actually, 
you should be this baby's mother because you look more like him than I do. You know, there's more of a family resemblance between you two. And I said, that is so sweet. I look like a little baby. You know, and of course I was 15. And you were working in a liquor store. Yes, yes, kitchen work. Get jobs for children, I always say. Actually, me too. Yes, we're right. (gasps) Yeah, that's called a consensus, okay? (laughs) Take it to Congress. Anyway, she said, you two look just alike. And I said, thank you so much. You know, I was so excited. And she said, that's actually not a compliment to either one of you. (laughs) So, yeah, your mom, quite a firecracker. (laughs) She was a fire. She's still a firecracker? Sure is. Wow. Okay, well, tell her I said hello. Tell her Nancy DePobo sends her love. I won't. Okay, that's probably smarter. I'll text her. Okay, so Nancy, um, it's actually a great day for you to be here because we are talking Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, that is my favorite. I love the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, that is my favorite favorite show. I have not missed one episode of that since it started coming out in the 90s. It has not been out since the 90s. Well, you know what? Whenever it started coming out, I've watched every single one of those. Now, before you even tell me your favorites, because I know we haven't had a chance to talk about this much, because you always said you don't like to talk about this stuff with me. It's because you're always wrong. How could you say, what? See, you might as well be one of my children. I'm always wrong. Who is... Who says something like that to a guest? To a guest. You shouldn't talk to me like that in my own home. I'm in my home. Well, I'm in my home. And you're talking to me like that in my home. Well, look, I'm I'm not trying to argue or disrespect you. I'm just saying you, we never agree on the housewives. We don't, we've never agreed. Well, you know what? Here's, here's the thing. I root for good people. Okay. And you like, you know, evil, horrible people. And I love good people. You know, I'm on the side of Jesus. Now, whoever Jesus is siding with, I am siding with. Jesus does not watch the real housewives. He made the real housewives. He made each and every one of them in his own image. It's a lot of, it's a lot of Jesus fillers. So I want to know, who are your favorites? Okay, I'll tell you my favorites. Okay. My favorite of all housewives ever born in this century, on this planet, or in this earthly realm. Okay? My favorite, Kyle Richards. I love Kyle Richards. I love Kyle Richards. Okay. On Valentine's Day, I just buy cards and I say, Dear Kyle Richards, I love you. And then I give them to myself in the mailbox and I open them up. Then I kiss the card and I say, Oh, Kyle, I love you, Kyle. Okay. You know what? Now you're just baiting me. You don't like Kyle? What are you saying? You don't like Kyle? Kyle sucks. Now, listen, I'm no Bible writer, but I can almost guarantee you that's going to be sin. Okay. Now, you know who else I love? Let me guess. Okay, guess. I love this game. Erica Jane. I love Erica Jane. I love her. I love her. I mean, what a good person. Can you believe all that she's having to go through with her poor husband, who she just loved because of his heart? You know, she just really loved that man because of his heart. You know, it was kind of like Beauty and the Beast, and she was the beauty, and he was the beast. You know, and like on their first date, I think it was like in a diner she was working at, maybe where they stripped. I don't know. But there was a diner, and he met her, and she came to bring the check, and he tipped her a rose in a big glass jar, just like Beauty and the Beast. It was it's so romantic. I love Erica Jane. <laughs> All right. Now I feel like you're just trying to start a fight with me. I'm not. I love her. I'm going to start a GoFundHer. 
okay? Go find her, Erica Jane. She didn't do nothing. I'm trying to come up with a pound sign. Because memory, my daughter, is always saying, like, if you want attention. Because I'm like, how come I, you know, why don't why don't I get to influence people? You know, why am I not inf- an influencing, you know, on the Instas or whatever? And she, um, an Influencer? Yeah. Like, I want to be an influencing, you know? And I want to go on there and say, like, this is my, this is the favorite, this is my favorite laundry detergent. Oh, A-L-L. And then I get paid thousands of dollars, you know? And memory told me that if I want to get any attention, that I need to use uh, the pound sign from the telephone before that. Because that's how people search for stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to come up with a pound sign for, you know, she didn't do it. She didn't know. Uh-huh. Do you like her music? I love it. My peepee's like a python, tick ticking like a time bomb. Put it on no child. My peepee's like a python. Well, I mean, it's pussy. The, the word is pussy. Don't you! Do not curse in my house! Okay, let's get on with the show because we are supposed to be actually recapping the show. Listen, everybody who's annoyed has completely pressed stop and deleted this podcast from their feed already. So we're pretty safe at this point. So let's just get into the show, you know, because the people who are here are really giving us their time of day. So let's just get into this. So this is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 12, Episode 10. Um, and let's go ahead and just give a listen to the previouslys. This week, the previouslys are brought to us by Dorit. I love her. She has so much taste. Previously on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I feel like she is clumsy with her words. You are a soulless person. You need a new villain. Here I am. Mm. You are a mother. Hey, Oliver, got sales, son, get over here. You're hot. Want to take a ride on the AJ Express, motherfucker? Oh, hey, you other kid, get the fuck out of here, you stupid kid. Get the fuck out of here. Do not speak like that to my children. <laughs> Did you call Diana <laughs> a motherfucker <laughs> and soulless? And scene. Wow. Wow, that was something. So, I just want to point out that you cursed, I think you said the F word 10 times. Okay. I think the F word was just said about 10 times. It was in the show. It's like, a, it's a script from the show. It's a transcript of the show. Okay, that's that's how they talk. Clutch your pearls. Okay, just clutch your pearls, Nance. Oh, I wish I had pearls. Do you think I could find a man like Erica Jane? He'd buy me some pearls. I'd do anything. Okay, so we start where we left off last week. We are at Sutton's party in the mud. Okay, Sutton had a party in the mud. You know, I just don't understand her. What is with that? I mean, the woman is rich, okay? You just had your floors done, okay? And she's, what, she doesn't want to get them dirty? So she invites all these people and makes them sit outside where it's just rained mud everywhere. Who does that? Who does that? Well, she did say she spent like millions of dollars on this remodel. If you got millions of dollars to spend, you got millions more to spend, or you shouldn't have spent it in the first place, okay? No smart woman or man, really. But being a woman, I'm just going to go with the woman. No smart woman should have a floor that people can't walk on. And besides, her floors are wood, okay? I mean, if it's good enough for the wise men and everyone else who came to the barn to, for Jesus' first birthday, I mean, you know, that floor was made out of wood. 
Actually, I think it was just like strong dirt. You know, stop arguing with me. You never even went to Bible school, okay? My point is, if you have people over, you should let them in your house. You don't just send them outside. Well, she did eventually let them inside. Yeah, because she already ruined all of their feet, you know? That's what she did. And guess what? She probably got some mud tracked in there anyway. Because, you know, you saw Kyle... Uh, Kyle, my fat friend, love you, Kyle. You know, we saw Kyle walking across that floor with just like a little towel under her high heels. And then she was like scrunching, scrunching through the floor on this towel. But you know, mud still gets everywhere. That's just how mud is. Mud doesn't do what you want it to, okay? Mud has a mind of its own. So you know, there was still mud dropping everywhere. And also, I think Kyle doesn't like setting because... You know, even if you got a towel under you, when you got high heels like that and they're real sharp, they're going to scratch up that wood floor. And I think she did that on purpose. I think she was scratching the wood through the towel. That's that was my biggest. Uh, that's my biggest theory about this scene so far. Okay, so you saying you like Kyle, but she purposely did that to somebody's floor? Well, she didn't like that, so that's okay. You know, it's rude if you disrespect somebody you don't like, but if you disrespect somebody you do like, that's called opening the lines of communication. So I said, good for Kyle. Okay, but right now we're still outside, and Rena has just said this. Um, you know, did you call Diana, motherfucker? <laughs> And soulless. Um, so, of course, Rena wasn't there. She's just getting this information secondhand from Diana. And so uh, she's kind of confronting Sutton at her own party. Oh, well, good for her. I thought you just said you shouldn't disrespect people in their own home. I mean, how that is like yelling at somebody in their own home about calling somebody else a motherfucker. Like, that's the ultimate disrespect, is it not? No, no, it's different because they're outside. Also, it's Sutton. I don't really like Sutton, so I don't care if you disrespect her. That's okay. So your rules are only for some people. Yes. Welcome to parenthood. Okay. So Sutton's a little defensive because Diana has gone and told this story all wrong like Sutton's a villain, you know. So she's like, you know what? You better listen to me. Was she mocking my two miscarriages? Was she? Because I think she was. And then let's roll the clip. Diana, I'm, I mean this, okay? Because I have had two miscarriages, so I understand. Oh, here we go with the tears and the big blue eyes. Blah, 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 blah. They're green, actually. You're going to be teary, and then you're going to do this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she was beep, beep, beeping like a robot. Oh, and I don't know if you've heard. What? What? Diana's Bosnian. Oh my God, I wish she would say that again. Hey, Diana, where are you from? Where are you from, honey? Don't you just want to meet her so you can one day say that? Hey, Diana, where are you from? Bosnia, I'm from Bosnia. So Rena's like, no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I just heard, motherfucker, and soulless. And they're like, you weren't even there, Rena. Shut up, you know. And so Sutton's like, well, here's the thing. With Diana and I, we started to connect. And we had a hug out. And look, I'm going to show you about grabbing an invisible child and nugging it on the head. You know, just giving it a little nuggie like, oh, yeah, that's what I did with her. Uh, yeah, we hugged it out. And Sutton says that for her, it felt very, very real. Now, do you think so? No, I don't. I think these two are just spinning their wheels. They're like, look at us. We're so rich. We don't even need this job. But we want it because we're famous and we're secretly very lonely. Because, you know, Sutton got divorced, okay? And then she dated that guy on... Uh, um, the dating app, and that guy, you know, that guy, like, uh, like, uh, memory said, he pieced it out. He pieced it out. He pieced out. 
Yes, he pieced out. He said, bye, crazy. So he was gone. And I think that she's just a very lonely person. I mean, when you spend so much money on clothes just so you could get a Christmas card from Dulce and Gabbana, you know, that's just sad. That really is. And I'm not a huge Sutton fan myself. I think she's cuckoo. But I would like to tell Sutton, Sutton, Go to a Bible study. You know what I mean? Go to an aerobics class. Do something like that where you'll meet other people. Because it's not like she's the only crazy person in the world. There's plenty of crazy people, you know? And birds of a feather need to flock together. Girl, you just need to find your birds. Okay, find your bird, Sutton. So whose side were you on in that Diana versus Sutton fight? Well, Diana, of course, I think she's the richest. And um, you should always be nice to rich people because they could ruin your lives. Okay? They could ruin your life. Just be nice to them. You know, you don't have to like them, but just take their side generally in things when things go bad. Okay. So now Kyle is over there rolling her eyes at Sutton because Sutton is saying for her, this whole makeup thing was very real and it wasn't phony at all. And Kyle's like rolling her eyes and um, Sutton, of course, catches it. And it's like, you know, here's Kyle throwing me under the bus again because that's what Kyle does. She didn't throw nobody under the bus. She gave a look. Okay. Well, you want to throw her in jail for giving a look? Okay. She was, here's what her look was saying. You're cuckoo. You were cuckoo yesterday. You're cuckoo today and you're going to be cuckoo tomorrow. Okay, that's what her look said. And it was correct. Kyle was right. So Kyle's like, well, Diana thought your apology was phony. Uh, uh, and that's where I stepped in. You know, like, she, why is she always stepping into every single thing? Well, she's there. I mean, what's she, what she going to do? That's her job. Okay, you're going to yell at somebody at Costco for passing out chicken? I mean, come on, she's at work. So then Garcelle's like, well, I thought you jumped ship real quick, Kyle. And Kyle gets really confused. She starts doing that like lizard lip thing where she's licking the corners of her mouth and opening her eyes really wide. And she's like, um, define jump ship. Like, don't we all know what jump ship means? It means to quit, okay? When you are ready to quit, like when your husband's bugging you and you say, I'm about to jump ship, that means I'm going to get the hell out of here. I should have married that handsome guy that flirted with me at the bowling alley. I bet he does the dishes. Bye, ship. Right, that's how I took it, too. So Garcelle's like, you know, we're all having a great time. And then she sits down to have a talk with Diana. And then... It's just like this moment where you, like, jump ship. And Kyle says, I mean, I'm not jumping ship, you know? Like, we're all on the same ship. Well, they are not all on the same ship, I'll tell you that. Uh, Diana is on a big, big, big ship. Big, huge ship. Probably flies, okay? And then the rest of them are on smaller ships, you know, like, they're different sizes. Sutton's probably the next biggest, and Kyle's probably the next biggest, and, uh... You know, uh, oh God, I shouldn't be rate, uh, rating people based on their money, should I? That's not very nice. But, you know, it goes all the way down until you've got just Erica being dragged, not even on a dinghy. I think Erica would probably be, be being dragged on, like, a raft that someone just tied a hose to. They're just dragging her behind, you know, bless her heart. And it's not her fault. You know, she's on a, she's on a uh, raft called the USS. I didn't do it. I didn't know nothing. Okay, Pam sign. So Kyle's annoyed now, and she's like, I don't even have any issues with anyone. There's no jumping ship. I make my own decisions based on how I feel. Man, I don't even know where this is coming from. Ah, 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 ah. Um, so then they go inside, right? Because they're all complaining about um, being cold. Oh, yeah, that was funny because then Erica says, I'm the only one who feels just great out here. And I say, well, yeah, honey. I mean, your blood pressure must be like... 
370 over 220 or something. I'm, I don't know what high blood pressure is. I don't pay attention to that. You know, it hurts my feelings. But um, high, because, you know, she is high. She's very, very, she's taking the pills. She's drinking the booze. Of course you're sweating, girl. Yeah, she's like, I'm lit. I'm lit out of here. So they go inside, and um, Sutton gets uh, a ding on her phone. And she's like, I just got a Bumble notification. And she tells us that she's not really dating, but she wants to be dating. And then um, Kyle's, you know, grabbing her phone like, oh, my God, real girls. Let's all look at her dates. Oh, my God, let's talk to one of her dates. Oh, my. Could you imagine? Oh, I would just be so horrified if somebody did that to me. Just picked it up and said hi to the man on the other end of the phone. Because, you know, that man already has to see Sutton every time he gets it. Now, I'm not saying nothing about Sutton's look. It's just that look in her eye. You know, could you imagine being on the Bumble and you press the, uh, you know, the uh, the accept button and you're thinking, oh, my God, you know, after my wife passed or whatever, whatever left me a rich widow, I can't wait to fall in love again. And then you press it and something's just there squinting at you like, I mean, that would just be terrifying. I know, but just to have, like, Sutton, and then you've got Kyle, and then you've got Rena, and then you've got everyone else. Oh, no, Rena wasn't paying no attention. Rena was just over there, you know, uh, checking checking the model billboards or whatever to see how her kids are doing with their underwear sales or whatever the hell they're selling, you know, because that's what them kids are doing. That's what, Rena's, Rena's over there, hopefully, looking through the footage of her ring app to see what her kids are doing, okay? Because that's what, you know, I love, now, I love some Lisa Rena, too. You do? Oh, yes. I've loved her ever since Depends. I mean, that is really some of her best work. I'm wearing them right now. You wear Depends? I do. Don't say it like you're shaming me. You wear Depends? Don't say it like that. Of course I do. You know, first of all, I love the name. You know, something dependable. You know, after being married to Kevin all these years, I could use something dependable. Okay? So I wear those. And also, I drink a lot of iced tea. You do? I do. Yeah, a lot. I do. I love iced tea. I love it. You know how Erica loves drugs and alcohol and old people who are with money? That's how I love tea. I just love it. I can have it every day. It's my addiction. Hello, my name is Nancy DeBobo, and I'm addicted to iced tea. I think I just peed. Okay, so they're talking to this guy on Bubble. Hot or not hot? Well, I mean, I can't really tell, you know? I mean, I feel like after 46, all of us just start looking kind of the same. It's kind of like when you go to a thrift store and you're like, well, this couch isn't that great, but does it work? You know, like if I sit on it, is my butt going to fall down to the floor? Or does it at least work? Can I sit on it? So the guy's like a thrift store couch? Yeah. I mean, if it works, just take it home at this point. Well, you know, time's a ticking. Time is a ticking. <laughs> That's terrible. It is terrible, but it's also real. It's what happens to all of us. You know, when you get to be cheesy, that's when you go to the gym every day when you're 20 years old and eat celery sticks and smoke a lot of cigarettes to keep your keep your heart thumping or whatever. You know, past a certain age, it's just like, can you unlock the door without me having to come help you every single time, Kevin? Okay? Keys have worked the same way for centuries now. 
Okay, so now all the ladies are, like, surrounding this guy on Bumble and, um, like, embarrassing Sutton or whatever. Sutton's saying uh, that she doesn't want to just chat with you on Bumble. She's not here to chat, okay? She wants to see you face-to-face. Oh, now, I'm like that, too. I'm not an internet person. I need to be able to trick you face-to-face. And I think that that's what she's talking about, too. Because you can't see all of her diamonds and stuff like that. You have to, like be face-to-face so she can, like, wag her diamonds at you. And then you can say, okay, that's hotter than I thought she was on the internet, you know? It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappin's commercial. So they tease the guy on the phone or whatever, and then Erica orders another drink. Now, she has told Garcelle, because Garcelle came into the party like, like all annoyed with Erica. You know, she said something like, I'm only having one drink today, Garcelle. That's what I've learned. And Garcelle's like, yeah, you know, I'm not really one to count people's drinks, but she said she was going to have one, and this is number three. And then we see one of those clips where it's like, ding, drink number one, ding, drink number two. Well, I'm all for counting people people's drinks you need to be able to use use it against them later now here's what i really like what garcelle is doing um and i think it's very very smart because i do this in my family now you can't you you act like you're having a good time right like let's have fun hey come to my birthday party it's gonna be an open bar you can drink whatever you want and then when someone gets drunk you say oh my god you got drunk and then you shame them for a really long time and it just makes it easier to have any argument in the future you know so now she's doing this thing where she's counting the drinks and then she can say later like guys is erica an alcoholic which is what she does. Yes, it's what she does. I think it was a very smart move because it throws people off their game, you know? Because if you're mad at somebody and they're about to really tell you off and you say, but are you an alcoholic? Then they have to kind of stop and they're like, oh my God, am I an alcoholic? Can they see that? Is it bad if I am? Will everybody not like me? And then they're filled with all this shame and they can't really argue back because if they say, no, I'm not an alcoholic, then you're going to sound crazy. Like, oh my gosh, she's an alcoholic. Listen to how she's arguing about it. But then if you're like, um, yes, I am an alcoholic, then they're like, oh my God, get some help, girl. Like, there's no right way to answer that question. So good move uh, to Miss Garcelle on this one. Very, very good move. Okay, so Garcelle's like, okay, she's not going to have the one drink, and I can't wait for a time for her to not be kind of lit to have this conversation, because she's always lit. Yes. She is always lit these days. That's like her thing now. She's like, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. Let's see. Hey, is the camera getting me drinking this one? Yeah, yeah. Look at me. I'm an alcoholic. I don't think that's real. Do you think it's real? Do you think it's like a real problem? I think that she's doing it to kind of uh, get sympathy. So next season she can be like, oh, God, I have a problem and I'm really working on it. And then everybody, you know, you're kind of shielded from criticism because everybody is um, telling you like, oh, we're here for you. We support you. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know why she's doing it, but uh, I do think it's it's fake because... Now, we all know this. Most alcohol, like, true alcoholics are hiding it, kind of. You know? Like, they're making it fun. Like, look at me drinking. But then you catch them, like, drinking extra ones behind potted plants or something. Yeah. And she's just showing it too much. So I don't really believe it. Okay. You know, it's an odd way to look at it, but it's true. Okay. So Garcelle's like, you know, look, I get it. We were having a really good time at my party. And I also understand that your liquor level was beyond. And Erica's like, oh, yeah, I was lit, bitch. 
touch you, Lord. She's like throwing her legs up in the air and like scissoring her legs. And Garcelle's like, uh, but you know, no, under no circumstances can you disres- disrespect not only a kid, but my kid. Now, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that you, you shouldn't, she shouldn't disrespect your kid. And that's, that's what you should say. I don't think you should say you shouldn't disrespect a kid. I mean, some kids just don't, you have to disrespect them to get them in line, you know? And this whole thing about you can't tell a kid to shut the frick up. I mean, how do y'all raise your children? How else do you do it? Okay. I mean, I've been telling my children, I I told my first one that right when she came out, you know, she, she came out, she just started cry, cry, cry cry, 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 cry. I said, shut the frick up already, you know? I mean, what else do you say? They're kids. They can take it. Right, but that wasn't cool that she said, oh, no, it wasn't cool that she, it wasn't, it wasn't nice that she did it to Garcelle's child, because that's just rude, you know? And you just drank all this woman's liquor, by the way, at her party, too. That wasn't very nice. Okay, so she's like, don't disrespect my kid. And then Crystal's like, you know, as a mother, I can completely understand how Garcelle feels. Don't you love that when people say, as a mother? I, you know that makes me crazy. I know it does. And when she said that, I thought of you. Yeah, it makes me crazy. Like, the rest of us are fine with being told, you know, to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, hey, the childless ones. Just tell the, tell any, anybody childless. Like, it's, you know, tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, but as a mother, I get it. Yeah, so Erica's like, um, listen, I agree. I take full responsibility. And this is the part where I was like, you need to edit that and just play that for the courts and just and just make your life easier. She didn't do it. Pound sign. Erica innocent. And put an S at the end. Because people, people relate more to um, multiples. Okay? Erica innocent. I was shit talking. I was treating the kids like they were adults. And I was wrong. And I apologize. And I also want to say this. It wasn't from a bad place. It wasn't from a bad place, guys. It wasn't vicious. It was just wrong. And so instead of just taking that and being like, okay, she apologized. And Garcelle's like, oh, no, ma'am. No, no, no. (laughs) I will be using this now for the next few episodes. Which, you know, I think she's earned that right, honestly. And I'm not a huge Erica fan. I am. I know. And um, I'm glad to see her take this turn. (laughs) She's like, okay, well, I have to say that, you know, we saw you on the boat in Mexico. And then we saw you here at my party. And I think that there's got to be a balance of the meds. And the cocktails. And then Kyle does this like, you know that thing that Kyle does where she's like offended in 30 different languages with one facial expression? She's like, like her eyes are rolling back. She does that. God, I love Kyle. You know what I love is that she is always on the right side of history. You know, how is she on the right side of history? She just is. You know, you can't tell somebody you got to balance your pills and your and your alcohol. Why not? I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. It's like well, you're taking the fun out of pills and alcohol. You know what I'm saying? When they're not here to be balanced. You want to balance somebody, you know, do your checkbook. Okay? Balance that if you need to balance something. But stay away from my pills and alcohol. Okay? Jump ship. 
This is when you jump ship. So Kyle's all mad, and we even get the uts. And Erica's like, well, it wasn't really that. It's just that I was on a new medication that made me tired. And then it would make me happy, but then it would make me tired. And then it would make me, you know, sling my leg up in the air and try to have sex with your son. At least it was the older one. Now listen, you know, I wasn't drunk enough to hit on the one I told to fuck off. Oh my God, you were ruining me. I cannot believe I just said the F word. So Garcelle sees Kyle making all these faces and she's like, why did you do that? Why? What, what was that? What was that that you just did? And Kyle's like, well, I mean, I've known Erica like seven years. So, uh, I mean, like not once have I seen her lose her composure. I mean, not once. So, like, uh, I think like she's had a little bump here. Literally. She has literally had a bump or five. Okay. And Garcelle says, now this is what I mean by jumping ship, Kyle. I'm trying to have a conversation with her, and it's not like I'm even saying anything bad. And Kyle's arguing, like, oh, she had two moments in seven years. I mean, give her a break. And Garcelle says, but I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to her. And then we get that, and Kyle makes more <gasps> eyes. Now, here's where Garcelle loses, because now I'm starting to think, does she know what jump the ship means? Because earlier, I took it as her saying, hey, Kyle, it's like you pretend you're Sutton's friend, but then when Diana has a problem, the richer person, then you jump ship and you go over to Diana's ship, which is much bigger and much more luxurious than Sutton's, you know, frail, you know, expensive, but could break into at any moment ship, you know? But now Garcelle is saying, hey, you don't like how I'm talking to Erica? Now you're jumping ship. And now I don't know what jumping ship means. And it's confused to me. I even had to look it up on the internet. And I think that I'm right about jumping ship. So I don't know. I think this whole argument has jumped ship. It's ju I don't even know whose ship it's on anymore. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, I don't need the jumping, I don't need the jumping ship. But I am glad that she's like, shut up, Kyle. You know, because that's, I mean, I think that I say that 10 times, and she didn't literally say shut up, Kyle, but she's calling Kyle out, you know? And I think at least 10 times an episode, I mean, how many episodes is this? It's like season 12, and there's 20-something episodes a year. I mean, every single time I say shut up, Kyle, at least 10 times. So it's really nice for me to hear that from somebody else, even if it's not literally, even if it's not literally. And then Kyle is saying, you know, yeah, it was wrong that Erica told Garcelle's son to frick off, you know, but I'm happy that Erica's letting her hair down. She's having so, so much fun. She's not so guarded. Now, whoever thought of Erica is really guarded because I've never thought, I mean, She's rolling around on the floor, flipping her legs up in the air, singing about her hoo-ha. And that's what I love about her. But, like, why are we pretending that she's uh, she's so guarded? That's crazy. I think what these ladies take is, oh, my God, Erica won't open up around us. What I see that as is uh, Erica saying, she's, like, looking around, and she's saying, I don't like you. And I think that that's what she means. But everyone's like, oh, my God, she's so shy. That girl is not shy, okay? I mean, she just had her leg in the air last week, okay? She's not shy. She doesn't like you. Actually, I think that's a very uh, good point. Well, thank you. And I appreciate you saying that like you're shocked. Like you're shocked about it. So Erica basically is like, Oh, and here's the thing, too. Before I insulted your children, I actually paid them a huge compliment and I told them they're very well-spoken. Oh, no. She said it. Oh, no. You never say that. Who says that to a black woman? Wow. Look at that. Your children. They're so well-spoken. You know, I'm a big fan of Erica, but I threw my shoe at the TV. 
Yeah, it was pretty cringe. It's like, like, let's apologize for my microaggressions by giving like a macro micro aggression. Is that a macro micro micro macro 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 jump ship jump ship? She just goes on like, you know, you actually raise your kids really well because at least they're not over in the corner talking on their phone. Instead, they were talking to the guests. Yeah, well, I didn't like that because I don't want my kids talking to my guests. Listen, I tell my kids, go over in that corner and get on your damn phone. That's why we pay monthly for them, okay? Let the phone take care of you. Mama is busy. Because, you know, your kids come up and start talking to your friends. I mean, if they're anything like my kids, my kids are damn idiots. My kids come up and just make me look like the worst mother in the world. So I say, stay over there in the corner. Now, Garcelle's got lovely kids, so I mean, I guess that's nice. But I say, just to be safe, don't let your children speak. If you if you have a child that looks like they might want to speak around adults, hand them an iOS device and just give them your password to the store. Okay, that's my suggestion. So Garcella actually falls for this. She's like, you know, when a stranger comes up to you and says, wow, you're a good mom. Uh, when it comes from another mom who knows what it's like to do it alone, that means everything. So am I annoyed with Erica? Absolutely. Has she scored a point? <sighs> yeah. Well, Erica, what did Erica do alone? Didn't she like move away, like to have a career? And when her baby was born or, or real little and then just sent for him when she already married a rich guy. Now, listen, I ain't judging it because that's my dream. Okay. I'm still hoping to meet a Tom. Okay. Because, you know, I work two different jobs and I'm on the radio. I figure somewhere I'm going to meet a man who can say, leave your children. Come, come live with me in Pasadena. But, you know, I don't know about this whole like, oh, you know, I finally got it from a hard-working single mama. Wow, that's cold. What? That's cold, I'm just saying. Cold enough for my son to flip his car five times, roll down a hill, whatever the hell she's talking about with her escapades story is going on last season. God, God, I thought you liked Erica. I do. I love Erica. Guess what else I like? Car wrecks. You know that I'm always at the Monster Truck Show. I love a good, messy car wreck. So it ends kind of good because Cherie is doing that. Uh, Cherie breaks the ice or breaks the tension by saying like, oh, but Erica, would would you try to have a threesome with Oliver again? And she goes, I would. And Cherie is like, me too, bitch. And so everybody's like, ha, 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 hilarious. So now we get to some kind of boring scenes. Oh, good, because we've talked a long time. I've got to make dinner. Did you know that spaghetti takes 12 minutes to boil? I do. TikTok! Okay, so it's Christmas in Beverly Hills. It's Christmas time. And uh, we see Garcelle go to a sneaker store with her kids. And this is basically one of those scenes where Garcelle's like, oh, you know, I've worked so hard to get to where I am, and now I can finally buy my children expensive sneakers, which is kind of her scene every week. But I really like Garcelle, so like I'm fine with the sneaker scene. So there's that. And then we go to um, Hanukkah over at Kyle's house. Oh, God, I love her. She is just such a good person. And I think this is why she really, look how she is with her family and her, her uh, challah bread. She made that, which is the twisty bread. And she, you know, she said, you know, Hanukkah a lot. I mean, she really did. She said, oh, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Yeah, Kyle's uh, Kyle's just a really good person. So this was a great scene uh, to watch. Yeah, just great. 
Um, and then we went over to, um, don't you normally talk longer about these scenes? Well, I mean, what's there to say? Like, they had Hanukkah. It was nice. Like, what am I going to, like, diss the, you know, the old parents over Hanukkah? Well, I thought it was cute that uh, Dorit's little uh, baby, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, Porsche. No, Kyle's got the Porsche, and Dorit's got the Jagger. His name is Jagger. Jaguar, yes. So she's got the Jack. God, rich people are funny, aren't they? I mean, why can't we just name our kids normal names? Your kids don't have normal names. Yes, they do. Gravel, Boulder, and Memory. Okay? Those are normal, average names. I'm, probably every one of those words was in the Bible. I guarantee you that. So Jaguar gave that little, they said, hey, what is, uh, Han what's the story of Hanukkah? And, you know, God bless him, I can't really understand what he says because... Uh, I think after having three children, I just have this like filter in my ear that when the boy gets up to the, you know, gets that high, that, oh, that high level, I just don't hear it. You know, like I've learned to block it out. But I guess he tells the story of Hanukkah, um, which I still don't know because I, I blocked out his voice. So I still don't know the story of Hanukkah. What about that? He's such a cute kid. He is so cute, I guess. And then um, he said, I think he ended it. The only part I heard was when he ended that story, he said, Erica's the real villain, which I liked. I thought that was cute. Yeah, I mean, he's a real prophet, that kid. Now, I don't agree with it, but I thought it was cute. So then we go over to Diana's house. Oh, my God, this lady in her tongue. Oh, my God, it is the lady in the tongue. Now, here's the thing. Do they pay that tongue to be a friend of? Because it, it, it does more in this show than literally any friend of in the past 10 years. I mean, that tongue is doing a lot. Well, you know, I think the point is, like, at least she's humble. Oh, isn't she, though? I mean, she is so humble. She is. So she walks out, and she's doing that laugh voice thing, um, where you talk like you laugh, ooh, like kind of that tone. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. And so she's doing that um, because Asher, her, um, I don't know, they're married, right? Oh, my God. I don't know, but he just looks like a dirty child. He looks like a child I have taken home in the station wagon from the water park and, and said, go inside and host off immediately. You are disgust. I mean, he just looks dirty. A dirty child is what he looks like. So he's walking in in, like, I guess a cashmere sweater, and he's like, oh, it's so toasty. And she does her laugh voice where she's like, oh, you are wearing cashmere in L.A., but this cashmere is our money. Oh, come on. We get it. You're rich. Good for you. What? Diana's rich. I just wish I could open the, you know, the wall-to-wall -wall window door things that she has. What do they call those? Those just big, those, every wall is a window. I just push them open and say, hey, guess what, everybody? Diana from Bosnia. And she's rich. She's real rich. So you're not a fan of Diana either, huh? Oh, no. She's not a nice person, okay? I have the internet. So Asher's doing that whole, oh, well, you know where cashmere does work. It works in London. It works in Malibu. Uh, God, I miss London. Oh, I'll bet you do. Get over there, Oliver Twist. Go back to where you came from, okay? Put on a Newsies hat and work for a living. 
So then we get this scene with Diana trying to be like the family lady. Her son's there, and the son's girlfriend is there, and they're like, oh my god, Bosnia! Basically, the son's like, oh, mom, you know, I want to be more Bosnian. And she's like, oh, that's my boy wanting to be more Bosnian. And then they call the daughter, who's, you know, oh, she's very humble. The daughter, you know, this whole family, very humble. We start this off by talking about Kashmir, then living in London and Malibu. And then we get the daughter calling. The daughter's like one of those horse snobs. She's like, look at me, I'm riding fancy horses. And you know, like in the old Western days, a horse would just kick her. You know what I mean? She's just one of those. She's like one of those snotty people. Horses don't like you, you know, with your velvet and your hard cap, whatever the hell they're wearing with their little whip. You know, their little uh, sex store whip or whatever she's got there. Real horses don't respect you. I'll tell you that. But she's on some hoity-toity horse saying, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to ride for London. Or maybe I'll be on Malibu's team. Or maybe I'll be on Abitha's team. Or maybe, maybe, you know what? I'm going to ride for Bosnia, mama. I'm going to ride for Bosnia so we can bring some, uh, we can bring some eyes to Bosnia. And the mom's like, I'm so proud you're going to be Bosnian on your horse. I just, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, it's a lot of Bosnia talk, you know, like, good for you, you know, it's, it's good for you to be proud of where you came from and all that. Shut up, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, do I say that I'm from Laredo, Texas, ten times a day? You do. I do, you're right. God, I'm a hypocrite. Well, you fit right in on this show. Thank you, Rondell. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then we go over to Kyle at a tennis-themed restaurant called 40 Love. Oh, I know you hated that. I did. Oh, do you remember when your mama made you play tennis as a child? I do. Remember that, that coach who just chased you around and hit the balls really hard until they hit you in your butt? Your big fat butt? I sure do. That was so funny. You know, I didn't even play tennis, but God, we would talk about that and how fun it was. We used to just all go sit out there with a big box of Franzi and just watch you get pelted with balls. That's... Actually, supportive. It is. God, I've always enjoyed your work. Oh, thanks, Nance. No problem. So, they go to this restaurant, and uh, Cherie comes, and Garcelle comes. Okay, so it's now you've got Kyle against best friends, basically. So, that's how this is going to go. Because Kyle is used to having the backup of all of the girls. But now she's um, against Garcelle and Cherie, who are, of course, going to have each other's back. So they start immediately. Garcelle doesn't waste any time. Because you know Garcelle. Oh, she's got, she's always working. You know, I turned on a Netflix show. She was on there. It was about, like, uh, witches and warlocks. Um, what is it? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're in college. Yeah, it's like a, the Harry Potter ripoff. Yeah. It's like worse acting and hairier people because they're, like, a little older, I guess. It's like if Harry Potter went to college, but then everybody turned, like, really dumb and greasy. It's like that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so she's on that, and I said, Garcelle! When she came on the screen, I said, Garcelle, hi, I love you! Yeah. I said, do you know Kyle Richards? I love her, tell her I said hi! Okay. So she just gets right into it, and she tells Kyle, like, look, you know, I was trying to have this conversation with Erica, 
one-on-one, which it wasn't really one-on-one because it was in front of everybody, you know? Well, that's how they do it on this show, you know? People are only allowed to interject if you agree with them. True. She's saying, you know, I felt like it was one-on-eight because then you're coming at me when I'm just trying to have this conversation. And um, she's like, it wasn't, uh, I wasn't saying, like, she can't have fun. And Kyle's like, yeah, but you said that she needs to control her meds and her drinking. Oh, really? Oh, that's terrible, Kyle. (laughs) That's terrible. So why is Kyle okay for judging people on that this whole time? Her own sister, but someone else isn't allowed to say it. Well, now, Kim was an extreme example. That's not like, that's, you know, as Kyle would say, that's an apples to oranges. Okay. Oh, apples to oranges. Apples to oranges. Yes, it's apples to oranges. Because Kim, you know, I mean, Kyle, that that took a lot. You know, could you imagine having uh, uh, Kim as your sister? I mean, good Lord. I mean, how can you not say something? They're calling you from the target. Like, your sister's in the Halloween dollar aisle with a pumpkin on her head, snorting, you know, God knows what. You know, the, the glue sticks or whatever okay okay yeah but i'm just saying okay okay but seriously okay you're right that's all i needed that's all i needed thank you so garcelle says yeah but she does need to control the um (laughs) the meds and drinking like hello like the drinking is becoming a lot and kyle says it's only two times which it's not only two times i mean those were the most extreme times but i don't have time to like go edit a whole video of how that's uh false but okay those were two extreme times i guess so um Garcelle's like, yeah, but this woman's trying to have a threesome with my older son. He told my younger, she told my younger son to fuck off. Hate that word. Almost fell off the boat. I mean, we're not just talking like, uh, let's get the girl an Uber. We're talking massively, massively drunk. So Kyle's like, yeah, but she was being so free with us. And Garcelle says, yeah, but you don't think that that could lead to an alcoholism? No, what? lead to an alcoholism what do you think you just fall into it like you saw a track you started to fall whoops i fell hey i fell into an alcoholism i was i was uh led to it well i mean i guess she's saying you know like we're seeing signs that there's problems shouldn't we be saying something no you know here's here's when it's okay to tell your friend that they're an alcoholic okay when you have to get your ass out of bed and go get them at at the prison or the jail okay that's when you that's when you can say it otherwise you just let people do what they're gonna do you know do you know how many times people have come up to me and said nancy you are drinking too much at ronnie's tennis games you know yelling curse words and laughing and drinking franzia i think you might be an alcoholic do you know how many times that happens Did that ever happen? Never. It never happened. And you know why? I don't. Because I would have run those fuckers over with my my station wagon, whether I was drunk or not. You just do not say that to somebody. Okay? Now, when I had to be picked up in jail and Kevin came, he said, you might be an alcoholic. And I cried. And I said, you might be right. Uh, He wasn't, thank God. But you know what I'm saying. I don't really. But still. So now Garcelle is taking this, um, you know, stuff with Erica and her kids into, like, the full-on alcoholism storyline, which, (laughs) I mean, in a way, I think she's doing Erica a favor, because it seems like Erica wants that, right? It seems like she's poking at that, because Erica's not a very good actor. How dare you? She's not, though. And, like... She is going very hard on this. Look at me taking pills and booze. I'm a drunk, everybody. 
So I think that Garcelle's kind of doing her a favor. This show really confuses me. It's that Game of Thrones. You know we call this Game of Thrones. You do not. You stop that. So then Cherie, who's like Peacemaker, because Kyle is so annoyed. You know, Kyle's doing her eyes. I'm doing all those eyes. And so Cherie is doing the Peacemaker thing where she's like, listen, I see what both of you are saying. You know, it's very valid. It's very reasonable. That is so L.A. to say that. You're both right. Oh, my God. Everybody's right. Guess what? Everybody's not right. Okay? So you just have to say, you're right and you're wrong. Shut up. The one who's more wrong has to buy my drinks. Okay? That's how it works. We can't all be winners. Okay? Trophies would be meaningless. But yeah, she's like, you know, it's valid. It's reasonable. And she, Erica's been through a lot. And maybe she's bringing a wall down and having fun. But then, Garcelle, what you're saying is valid, too. And Garcelle's like, that it could be dangerous. Now, here's the thing Garcelle needs to be worried about. Cherie is coming on as her friend, and she's already agreeing with somebody that Garcelle is not agreeing with. Okay? And that's not what you're supposed to do. I would have to agree. Um, but, you know, she said at the beginning she's just going to tell it like it is and not take sides. Oh, bullshit. You take... Oh, God. Now I said the SH word. God, this is killing... Don't ever ask me to do this again. It's killing me. Oh, sorry, curse police. But, yeah, you... You know, if you're there with someone, they're always right. You know, especially if they put you on a TV show. So that basically ends with Garcelle saying, like, look, if it's going to get worse and it's going to be a problem, maybe we should nip it in the bud now. Oh, no, yeah, you don't nip alcoholism in, in the bud until it's bad. You don't have, like, kind of alcoholism. I mean, you only have, like, alcohol. That's when you need to nip it. But if it's just kind of alcoholism, you know, you don't need to nip nothing there. Okay, so now we go over to Diana. Oh, God, this lady. So it's another Diana Bragg scene where she's going through her closet of all her stuff and talking about all the famous people she knows. And she's with um, Leah. Well, you know what I think is funny? Is you've mentioned that uh, Laya is Erica's assistant, right? And this is Leah. And I just think it's so funny because this girl spells her name correctly and the other girl doesn't. And it's just so sad. It's just like such a juxtaposition. Yes. Because you see Erica, who's like poor and she can't like even get an assistant who can spell a name. And then you've got like Diana, who's rich and has an assistant who can spell her name. You know, it's just so sad. Yeah, so she's, like, going through the closet, and she's telling her old war stories. She's like, oh, did I ever wear this dress? Oh, yes, I did. I wore to the Oscars, right? Remember? I hosted Lady Gaga in England in this one. House of Windsor with Elton. Oh, yes. And what about this dress? Oh, look at this one. This dress is the first dress I ever wore when Angelina Jolie came out of the bathroom at the U.S. Open. I was wearing this dress. Oh, man, man, man. Is that you sticking out your tongue? Yeah. Yeah, that tongue. Jeez. That tongue looks like, you know those punching games at the fair? No. You know those games where, like, a little uh, fist with, like, a boxing fist comes out of a hole, and then you got to, like, try and uh, punch it? No. You don't? Okay, so you know those games at the fair then? Why are we staying at the fair? I love the fair! Okay, so it's like a carnival. We'll say that. So you know those games at the carnival where like a little thing comes up and then you have to get a hammer and you have to pop it down and then another one comes up and you have to pop it down? 
whack-a-mole. Yes, whack-a-mole. That's what her tongue is. Like her tongue just keeps coming out and I just want to get my little foam hammer and be like, bloop, you know, get it. But then it goes away real fast and you're like, oh, I'm watching where that tongue's about to come out. And then it, it comes out, but it comes out at a different place. You're like, oh, I, I had my little foam hammer over here. <laughs> so Diana's tongue is whack-a-mole. Yes, it's whack-a-mole. It's making me crazy because I just want to win. I want to win whack-a-mole, but her tongue's too skilled. I got to hand it to her. But you know, carnivals always cheat, and so do fairs, okay? Let's let's be honest. So she's walking around like, mm, I have big life. I have lots of friends, and some of them happen to be famous. Mm. And so the producer asks what the craziest moment at one of her parties has been. And she says, uh, oh, I had Rockstar beat up the prince. So I'm not going to go into, into who it is um, because I'm Bosnian. So... Um. Well, who was that? A rock star beat up a prince? I thought she said a rock star beat up prince. And I said, but prince was a rock star. Why don't you say, just, if you want it to be, you know, secret, why don't you just say a, a rock star beat up a rock star? No, I think she said a rock star beat up the prince. Oh, well, which one? Because, you know, they, they could both use a spanking, let's be honest. So she's pretending that she's going to donate this. What, you don't think she will? Give me a break. She is not going to donate her Oscar dress with Lady Gaga to Goodwill. She's just not going to do it. You're not going to see anybody, you know, asking for change on Hollywood Boulevard in the dress Diana wore, you know, with Lady Gaga or whatever. Well, you never know. Stranger things have happened. I just found a fan there that actually worked, you know? That was something. Those things never work. Also, lamps. How come Goodwill lamps never work? Why is that? So she's going through all of her stuff, and I'm like, wow, you know, she's bragging to us, of course, because that's all she does in every single scene. I get it. But, like, this would be more fun if she actually had one of the people that she was going to donate to, because I really like when um, housewives pretend that they're, like, like really down with poor people. Like, they're, they're like, look at me, I'm at the soup kitchen. They're like, you know, look at me, like, I'm totally at home, you know giving advice to people who just got out of prison you know i like that because it's just always so awkward and then the ultimate poor comes in erica hi erica i love you yeah so erica comes down the down the stairs man you know that she's got like a black plastic glad trash bag in her purse that she is ready to steal this shit from and i love that diana was like oh poor person who lost everything come look at all my million dollar dresses oh i'm from bosnia yeah it's pretty good so erica does this whole like i'm an angel thing oh she's such a hero now isn't she isn't she so she says Oh, wow, I'm looking around this closet, and it's like a million dollars worth of stuff in here. And you know what? I've had this stuff all my life, which I thought, have you? Because isn't your story that you were, like, super poor, and your meemaw made you stuff out of tin cans she found on the side of the road or whatever? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was just like two weeks ago. Yeah, and she like showed they showed an uh, a little baby Erica, like a little girl Erica, and this this cl these clothes that just didn't fit very well. Did you talk about that already? I did. But, you know, I didn't want to, like, diss the Meemaw because, like, she's, you know, like, her Meemaw. And I think she passed away and stuff. So, like, I don't want to do it. Oh, no, those clothes were terrible. I'm sorry. R.I.P. Meemaw. But, dang, that those were bad. I can see why Erica's sneaking into people's closets. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, so she comes in. She's like, oh, my God. I, you know what? I've been Cinderella. But it's like the reverse Cinderella because now the clock struck midnight. And now I'm, you know... 
but now I'm not glamorous no more, you know, so this is me, Cinderella, now I'm at the poor people ball, and guess what? I'm totally fine with it. I don't need this money. Girl, how much that cost? How much that cost you? Give me that. Let me try it on. Let me try it on. Hey, can I try this on, but try this on at my own house? Yeah, right. Like, can I try this on for a while uh, and see, can my closet try this on? Can I see how this dress looks in my closet? Oh, yeah, you know Erica's just going to put on one of them dresses and just stand in front of a 7-Eleven in Hollywood and wait for Lady Gaga to drive by and go, Hey, remember me? Remember me, the girl in this dress? Give me a ride! Yeah, it was sad. So they start gossiping, of course, about Sutton. And, um... Diana missed that whole party at Sutton's house in the mud. She doesn't come to anything. You know, some girls always show up to work. Diana just don't show up, okay? she You need to go to work, ma'am. Yeah. So she wasn't at that party, but Erica's like, yeah, you know, you, you became a topic, um, and we heard what happened between you and Sutton. And Diana says, oh, I thought I've seen it all, and then I met Sutton. I was like, what's going on? Why do you want to not like me? I'm from Bosnia. My head was going to explode. I just wish Erica would have said, oh, yeah, we were talking about you. Oh, and one thing we wanted to ask you um, after this whole conversation, we all thought, you know what? I just wish we could ask Diana one thing. Where are you from? Where are you from, Diana? Where? Tell us where. We need to know. So Erica tries to pretend she's just like, well, you know, I've been in trouble with Sutton before, but, uh, you know, last year I got into trouble sticking up for myself, and my biggest critics were Sutton and Garcelle, but it was Sutton who was the biggest and most persistent and really pulled the worst out of me. She didn't pull the worst out of you. She read a fucking article from the LA Times. That's all she did. She had some questions after a massive expose in the LA Times came out about you. How was that, Paul? And then you freaked out, okay? You freaked out. Yeah, she really did. Do you remember when she showed up to that thing and told Sutton, or what, or what? And she was wearing that uh, thing that looked like all the soda, the, the plastic rings that hold sodas together, and that was her shirt. I thought, oh, girl, you are going downhill. I mean, your personality, you know, you're losing it personality-wise, but also, why are you dressed like, you know, a discarded 7-Up seven, uh, seven ring? holder thing. I mean, come on, Erica. Get it together, Erica. I still love you. I love your music. Yeah, so Diana's like, well, I've only been in group five minutes, and something has already fight with Crystal, Dorit, you, in all these five minutes. So, it can't be me. Whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole. And Erica's telling us, like, oh, Sun popped a big fucking bad what she did so she may think she's good but she ain't she ain't good with diana how comes erica tries to get all country every time she thinks she's being a badass you can't just start in certain ain'ts erica okay you know what i really liked erica a lot more before i spoke to you about it i haven't even said anything bad well maybe it's like things in a marriage you know it's acceptable until you talk about it out loud god that's some profound shit right there you. So Erica's like, well, you still need to work it out with her, you know? I mean, I'm good person, Erica. Good person, Erica, that doesn't require any payment except probably that Lady Gaga dress over there. <laughs> I stayed after the party and I said something. 
You got off on the wrong foot with her. Just fix it, Sutton. Fix it. And listen, this is a woman who was real shitty to me last year. And I have swept that under the rug. But I'm peaceful. I've learned to be peaceful, Diana. And Diana's like, but how do you forgive and forget? I'm from Bosnia. She's like, I don't forgive and forget. And I'm from Georgia, a town without industry. Oh my gosh, and then Diana said something to Erica that I don't think I don't I don't think Erica's ever heard these words. And it's really hard to hear an original statement on these reality shows because we've seen so many of them, you know, but I don't think Erica's ever heard this. And Diana said to her, You are a wise woman. I said, Well, <laughs> she ain't giving you a dress, but put put that one in your pipe and smoke it, because that's that's priceless. So then we go over to Kyle's house, who is getting a snow delivery, okay? She's getting fake snow put all over her yard. I love her. Look at her. Bring that snow, Kyle. In a drought. Oh, please, it's always a drought over there. When you were living there, all you said, uh, you couldn't use water. It's a drought. I can't water the plants. It's a drought. Well, it is. Well, then don't live in the desert. <laughs> Jeez. You shouldn't be wasting when you're in the middle of a drought, okay? If you're rich, you can waste. What country do you live in? Am I the only American here? Okay. So then we see Lisa Renna. Where you been, girl? Guys, I've been sitting here in my depends waiting for you so I could laugh so hard that maybe I'll squirt out a little tinkle in them. Okay? Love you. Love your depends. All right. So she's sitting there with Harry. Um... And uh, Harry's like, well, Amelia's on fire. Oh, my God. Someone help Amelia. Someone help her. Why were they so calm about this? He meant, like, uh, the saying, like, wow, she's on fire. She's really hot right now. I know, but those girls don't seem to have much sense. They could be on fire. If if I was a parent to those two dopes and someone said, your daughter's on fire. I would say, you know what? She's literally on fire. Now, this is when you this is when you pull out the snow hose, okay? This is when you pull out the snow hose. And Rena's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Amelia, climbing that ladder of people who are important in the modeling world. Thank you, Lois. And then a bird just kind of, like, knocks into the window. Oh, that's terrible. So then we go over to um, Crystal picking fruit with her kids. I'm bored. And then Kyle calling Erica to brag about her snow. Um, she's like, wow, I've got snow. I've got snow all over my yard. And Erica's like, oh, my God, I must be in your neighborhood because my son just rolled over five times. And they start gossiping about how Diana is on her way to have lunch with Sutton. Dum, dum, dum. So then we go to Garcelle and Sutton talking on the phone. Sutton's in the car on her way to go see Diana. And uh, Sutton's like, well, you know what? I think this is going to be tricky. And Garcelle's saying, oh, she needs to lighten up. You can't be in a group and then hold a grudge that someone yelled at you. And then Sutton saying, oh, you know, sometimes I come across as harsh, and I'm sorry, and I'm just so complex, because I'm real funny, and I'm real witty, and I'm such a good friend. And then there's a big, long pause on the phone, and she's like, right, Garcelle? <laughs> Garcelle says, yeah, I mean, I guess you're a good friend, but geez, when does this end? Now, you know, this is, right here, this is the reason I do not like Sutton. And I know that a lot of people, uh, Stanley, her, and whatever, but I have to say, I do not like her, and here's why. Because she is one of those people. She's like my husband, okay? He's an I'm sorry machine, okay? You got a quarter, put it in there. He'll 
spit out, and I'm sorry, okay? It's not more believable than the last time, sorry. The thing he did is not less bad than the thing he did before when he said sorry. These are people who just keep doing stupid things and then saying they're sorry. And then sorry is supposed to be a magic word where all of a sudden I don't have dirty dishes in a, clean, a dishwasher filled with clean dishes, okay? And you said sorry, so I guess I could just put all the dishes away together and I didn't just waste all of that effort, okay? Oh, all the clothes are stuck together and useless. Your new school clothes? Oh, oh, is it because your daddy left his gum in his pockets before they got washed? Oh, Kevin, did you do that? I'm sorry. Oh, well, that makes the clothes completely wearable then, Kevin. Okay, jeez. Oh, and I suppose when I have to get to work and I get in the car and it stops because someone has been using my car and didn't fill it up with gas. But I'm sorry. Oh, you're sorry. Hey, y'all upset about high gas prices? Don't worry. Just get you a car that runs on sorry. Okay, okay. So uh, we are now in this restaurant, La Toscana. And Sutton and Diana, I mean, Diana's there first, you know, and of course she's got like a stupid branded hat. It's like Gucci or Louis Vuitton or like Gucci Vuitton Gabbana from Bosnia or whatever. So she's there and it was cracking me up because they're, they've got the same purse, you know, they've got like the same, like 25, I don't even know how expensive it is. I'm not a purse gay. Well, I'm not a purse straight. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but they've both got really expensive purses and then they've both got their gigantic earrings, which are like everyone else's earrings, except like five times as big, but theirs are equal. And I think it's so funny because, you know, you think like, oh, the richest two are going to naturally be friends. And at first it seemed like they would be, but now I guess they're just like, no, screw you. It's an earring off. Like, I don't care. It's a purse and an earring off. That's all I could see. Well, first it seems like it's going to be okay because, you know, Diana, who hates fakeness. Okay, everybody, don't forget, Diana is from Bosnia, and she does not like fakeness, okay? But she stands up, and she sees Sutton, she says, Oh, Sutton! Gives her a big old kiss and a little hug. God, I'm so glad she wasn't fake right there. Yeah, and uh, Sutton's all business, you know. Well, I guess we are going to have lunch and talk about some things. I don't know where you want to start, and then that's when Diana gets all pouty. You know, she's, she spends the rest of this lunch being like, mmm, 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 like a teenager, right? Oh, yeah, like, did you do your homework? Yeah, mm. you know, kind of roll there, do like a slow, what's that dance, that shoulder dance? Oh, it's a shimmy. Yeah, the shimmy at you, like, uh. So Diana's like, well, maybe we should start at the beginning. And Sutton goes, yeah, we should send a music it. Oh, well, that, that's funny, because, you, you know, you know why she said that, right? Yes. That's because um, there's that song in The Sound of Music. I know. Yeah, well, they, it's a song in Sound of Music, and it goes, Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. And first we go with the ABCs, and then we go with the... Hello? And then we go with the... Rondel! And then we go with a Do Re Mi. There you go! Do Re Mi. 
Let's start at the very... I'm not doing this. Okay, but it was fun. I mean, I lo- you would think I was talking to a straight person. I can't believe it took so many rounds for you to do a do-re-me. Come on! Yeah, but like, Sound of Music is the straightest musical ever. It is not. Straight people love the Sound of Music. So Sutton's like, um, yeah, you know, I, we should sound and music it out. But look, I'll start with the fact that you said I am clumsy with my words. And you said that very early on. And I'm curious, squint, 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 how you could say that when you don't even know me. And Diana's like, well, honestly, to me, I was trying to give you benefit of the doubt because clumsy means you didn't hurt them, right? Like you didn't mean to, in my opinion. But actually now I've changed my mind because I don't think you're clumsy with your words. I think you... You mean what you say. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, actually, the music is my favorite music cue of this show. When they don't, when it's too, uh, too good for even a, a tss, they go. Oh yeah, like a horn. <laughs> yeah. So Sutton's like, okay, well, I'm here to make peace and come to an understanding, and I don't want you to be mean to me and shoot daggers because I want to be civilized. And Diana does that shimmy. She does her shimmy. She's like, shimmy, shimmy. And she says, I think I get you say that, but at the same time, the way you were provoking me at Garcelle's, that is inappropriate. Now, what do you think? Do you think that she was provoking her? Because I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sutton started it. She did. She did. Yeah, she was like, well, you lied about I heard you was on bed rest, but now here you are. So let's talk about that, dum-dum. Uh, so she kind of started that fight. She did, but then, um, you know, Diana was terrible in the fight. Yeah, but you know what? You started it. You know, it's like a court of law, okay? Actually, that's not how courts of law work. Yes, they are. Okay, it's a court of mommy law, okay? When your kid comes in bloody... And you say, what happened to you, Gravel? And he says, Boulder hit me. I say, Boulder, get in here. Boulder comes in, and Boulder says, he started it. Now, who am I going to believe? I know that Gravel started it. So I say, Gravel, stop starting things and go clean up your face. Don't. The end. Court adjourned. So Sutton's saying, oh, you know, I was just being a little sarcastic. And Diana's like, oh, some things are not up for sarcastic remarks on that. And then my whack, 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 whack. So Sutton's like, what I did wasn't right. I'm willing to say that, but I need for you to say back to me that what you did to me wasn't right either. And she's like, well, what did I do to you? And she says, you mocked me when I went on to tell you of my own experiences having two miscarriages. So we see that um, clip, and Diana's like, ba 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 and Sutton's like, well, I was trying to bond with you and tell you I had miscarriage, and now, oh, now, now look, you're rolling your eyes at me. And Diana's like, because it's not genuine, Sutton, it's not. I mean, that's so gross, Diana. Like, come on, like, or are we gonna, is this like an acting class? Like, not believing your uh, miscarriage story. Can we do that again? Let's try that. I'm not really believing it. Could you be more real? Yeah, that's gross. And that's, a, you know, that's Diana's biggest fault, I think. She just can't be right, you know? I mean, if in that fight she had just said, you were mean to me by coming up and saying that thing about bed rest, and then that's when you act like a victim. You're like, oh, my God, you heard me say everybody, she hurt me. 
that's when you do it. But, you know, then she just, she goes lower, and then she's still going low. Like, you know, I think that if anybody says something about a miscarriage or something like that, that's it. That's the end. Okay? That's the end of the conversation. You say, I'm sorry for that. You know, I'm sorry for your, I'm sorry for your pain. You know, it's not something you should be having these petty fights over, especially when you're both already fighting with purses, matching purses and matching earrings. Okay? This is time to make peace. You're too rich to fight like poor people. Right, so Diana's like, well, it's not genuine, Satan. And I feel like I need professional help communicating with you because you just can't communicate like me. I'm from Bosnia, so. And Satan's giving her those squint eyes like, oh, those are like lasers. They are. They're like, you know. It's like she's like putting a name on a gravestone with those laser eyes. Okay. She's like a machine that things remembered, you know, like putting someone's putting Hillary on the back of a jewel box or something. Those lasers. Yeah, so she's like giving her squint laser eyes. And Sutton's like, well, I don't share my experience about my miscarriages with very many people. And Diana is like, oh, you didn't share. You threw it in a way that's like I had the miscarriage, and then you said, I raised you too. Ugh. And Sutton's like, um, no, it was not like that. How dare you say that to me? How? You don't say that to a woman with a miscarriage, and you know it. And Diana starts laughing, and she's like, are you hearing yourself? Are you hearing yourself? Ba, 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 ba. Um, so then it just becomes baby fighting, where no one's really making any sense. Oh, yeah, that's how babies fight. You can't fight with the baby. Yep. It's a good method, actually, because if somebody, you know, if you're in the wrong and you know it, and somebody's like, how dare you took my parking space, and you're just like, ba, 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 what are they going to do? You cannot argue with the baby, okay? I mean, I have. Oh, you have. You, you, you argue with babies. I've seen that. I'm not afraid of a fucking baby. Words! You want to talk about being fake and phony? You gave me a hug that night. And she goes, yes, it was fakest hug in my whole life. Oh, see, so you are fake. I am fake. Oh, really? And then it just goes into this, like, you are, you are, you are. Yeah, it does get like that. You know, it's like, you're being fake. Oh, yeah, I am being fake. Oh, you are? Yeah, I am. Well, you're fake. Oh, I know I'm fake. Oh, really? Well, what about if I said this? You, ma'am, are fake. Oh, yeah, well, I am fake. Fake. I mean, how do you argue with that? So Sutton's just confused, right? <laughs> Sutton's, Sutton's just confused. And she's like, well, I didn't know that you were being fake. And Diana's like, well, I'm telling you now. She goes, but that's not nice. It's not nice. It's shitty of you. Shame on you. And the waiter comes by and he's like, is everything okay? And Sutton's like, motherfucker. Did I do it right? Did I use it right there? So when Sutton says, you owe me an apology, Diana's like, for what? For not letting you walk all over me? And not letting you clean your feet on me? For not letting you abuse me? She's like, abuse you? She goes, yes. You clearly think it's okay to provoke somebody, yell at them, say all these mean things, and then what? Hog it out ten minutes later? You cut me deep. And if I told you right now it's all good, I would be fake. It's not all good. Cut you deep, girl. <laughs> yeah. 
Like she really, she really goes for the full telenovela confrontation and Sutton doesn't really know what to do with this. So she's like, do you, are we moving on? Like what the hell, how many lunches do I have to suffer through with you? Okay. Because I'm actually rich as well and I don't need this job. So how many times do I have to do this? So Diana's like, okay, so who are you then? Who is Sutton? And Sutton's like, well, I, I, uh, I, I'm a reactionary. That's for sure. I'm a hothead. That's for sure. Also, I am a good friend. I am a good person. I am a good friend. And Diana says, uh, to whom? And Sutton says, oh, this part was good. Okay. I'm gonna be, uh, I'll be Diana and you be Sutton. Okay? Okay. I am loyal to the end. So you say. That I know. So you say, that I know. So you say, you are a butthead. So you say, vote for Reagan. So you say, that I know. So you say, okay, this is going nowhere, okay? This is one of the worst housewives lunches I've ever seen. This fight didn't even make any darn sense, you two, okay? Both y'all need to work harder at being interesting on the television, because this was ridiculous. But I did love that Sutton grabbed her sinuses. Oh, she grabs those sinuses, doesn't she? Whenever she's like, oh my god, I can't take it! And then she grabs right the right the top of her nose like, ow, I just hurt my own nose! Look what you did to me! Ow! And that's it. Um, next week, we get Kyle's best friend, movie star Jamie Lee Curtis. But unfortunately, everybody's gonna die of thirst because Kyle, you know, used a snow machine or whatever. Yeah, everybody, no one has water left. Yep, no water. Okay, we're only gonna have we're gonna have a pizza party for this charity with no water. All right. Oh, Nancy, thank you so much for being here. I cannot believe we actually got through this whole recap. I really didn't think we would. Well, you, why, why wouldn't you? Come on. Where do you think I'm gonna go? There's nowhere I would rather be, Rondel. Well, I know that's a lie. It is. But you know what? Some lies. Uh, help save people from hurt feelings. And that's why I tell my children, mine's okay sometimes, okay? I mean, if your child murders somebody, do you want them to go to the police and say, I murdered somebody? No! Tell them to lie. Okay, that's enough. I'm just saying, mine's not always bad. Everyone, thank you so much for being here. We will be back tomorrow. Well, I will. I don't know who's going to be with me, but we'll be back at some point. Just come back here. We will be here. Nancy, love ya. Now, look, I still don't know how to work social media, so if y'all want to see little parts of my radio show or social media things I do, just go over to Rondel's Instagram, at Ron and Karen, and you can see little clips. There's, like, little saved clips up top, to, up top that say, Talking to Nancy! And, of course, if you live in Laredo, Texas, you can listen to my show, Talking to Nancy! Hi! Uh, you can listen to that. And thank y'all so much for your support. Okay, bye. And all of the letters that you write me, support me. Okay, bye. And all of the radio nominations that y'all are trying to, to get for me. Okay, everybody. Thanks very much. I will never stop loving you. I will never stop caring about you. I will never. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. 
She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels! Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber! Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay? Wee McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.